the members, congregants, and other participants in the life and ministry of unfinished community acknowledge the history of oppression, exclusion, and violence, both spiritual and all too physical, which rests upon our gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender siblings. In the wider church and society at large, these beloved children of God have been excluded, rejected, and subject to great and terrible indignity. With the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we at Unfinished Community welcome and celebrate everyone in all of their authenticity. Hi, I'm Don Van Antwerpen, and I am the pastor here at Unfinished Community. And the words you just heard come from our open and affirming statement, a statement that we came together to make as a community about all of the members of the LGBTQIA community. Now, this statement was so important to us as a people that we first put it down on paper before we ever even opened our doors. It is that important to us that these people, long rejected by the church, long rejected by society, find some measure of home with us in this place. Now, I could sit here for hours and days and talk to you all about the ways in which the Bible and the, the stories and the scriptures have been misused to abuse and hurt and heap harm upon the members of this community. But let's be honest, voices like mine, uh, cisgendered, heterosexual white men, uh, have often been speaking these truths over those of the community itself. So for now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to step back and I'm going to let the members of our unfinished community, who are part of the LGBTQIA community, I'm going to let them speak about their experiences and about what it means to them to be part of both of these communities and to be welcomed in the sight of God. At the end, I'll come back for a minute and tell you a little bit more about our community. But for now, I want to turn this video over to the voices that really matter. Hello, my name is Tim Gross, uh, he, they pronouns, and I am bisexual. Hi, my name is Kaisa Fay. I am non-binary, trans, gender fluid, and I am pansexual. Hi, my name is Joshua Robinson, uh, he, him, and I am asexual. So for the majority of this video, I will be talking in a soft voice because it's late at night for me here and I'm recording in my closet and I do not want my parents to overhear myself like talking about my queer story. So, sorry in advance for any audio problems. Anyways, um, that's it. Hello everyone, my name is Israel. I can also go by Ace or Assy Online. I am a non-binary teenager whose pronouns are they, them. I'm demisexual, demiromantic, and I'm also whatever label calls non-binary people who like men. Because I like men. So my coming out story may be a little bit different than uh, some other people's. Um, when I finally kind of realized my identity and 
uh, felt the need to, you know, tell somebody. I actually spoke to my wife, uh, said, you know, honey, I gotta tell you something. And she was super supportive, just like, you can tell me anything. And I said, you know what? I think I'm bi. I think I like both men and women. And my, my coming out story turns there to go, my wife looking at me and saying, and? It was actually one of the most validating moments in my entire life because somebody saw it and it made me know that I wasn't crazy for thinking it, knowing that I was safe being myself with this person. Um, and I just, it, it really made a lot of things make more sense from growing up and being an adult and seeing things that I was into that other people weren't, um, it made a lot more sense. Um, I came out only online. Uh, I'm still in the closet in real life. And recognizing uh, my identity and my sexuality and coming out online was, it just felt amazing. And I've recently started hormonal transition and that's been awesome as well. For me, it was like finding a missing puzzle piece. I, once that happened, things just clicked. I saw the whole picture, and all of a sudden, so much of my life just made sense. For coming out, it was almost always nerve-wracking. It, it actually depends on the person whom I come out to. When I know the person is an ally, I casually come out to them, but if the person has some prejudice against the queer community, I get cautious. And I would also get like anxious thinking about the possible reactions of the person that I mentally prepare myself for the worst possible outcome. For recognizing my LGBTQ identity, it was definitely a stressful and confusing journey. It started off when I was 15. I was an ally, educating myself on the LGBTQ community. I came across many different labels and learned their definitions. And when I read a definition of a label that matches how I feel, then I do more research about it and watch videos of people's experiences as identifying that way. It also took lots of time reflecting on myself, my memories, my experiences, along with some advice from my friends to realize, yeah, this is how I identify and I'm happy that I identify this way. So, as for being LGBTQ in religious Christian spaces, um, I've had a lot of negative experience. Um, some positive, but mostly negative. Um, actually, myself and uh, my wife, we had to basically leave our positions in leadership of a church um, and eventually, uh, though not being asked to leave, uh, just for a comfort level of ourselves, had to make the decision to leave a church because we supported and were part of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, so overall, that's been a lot of our experience um, and the few positive experiences we've had um, were at a couple of churches we went to and those people actually ended up leaving those churches as well. So far, my experience of uh, being LGBT in Christian and religious spaces uh, has been very positive um, because I stopped going to my parents' church 
which is not affirming. And I went to an affirming church. And uh, the first person who really talked to me there was an older gay man. And he was very uh, accepting and understanding and just listened and talked to me. And that was an incredible experience. I've also been very well accepted into online Christian spaces. To be honest, I don't know. Because I'm still kind of in the process of making myself known. Um, and I could see it going either way. So I grew up as an evangelical Christian and I'm and being a closeted queer person in a conservative community felt like hell. Hearing my Christian family and friends talk negatively against queer people based on stereotypes, along with them preaching messages and actions that encourage homophobia and transphobia, along with being misgendered and dead named every day worsens my dysphoria. Overall, it, it basically hurts me deeply to the point I have to put on a different persona when I'm around them just to survive, which all the more makes my mental health a lot worse. Although the majority of my experiences are negative, there were also like a few positive ones that I hold on to where I found closeted people like me. So personally, I've had a lot of experience with Christians uh, using their interpretation of multiple Bible verses uh, against myself, against my friends for being part of the LGBTQ. Um, you know, the first one that pops into my mind is Leviticus 18.22 um, and basically calling everyone who likes someone of the same sex an abomination, which hurts. It cuts you to the core that they don't see you as a regular person that's just living their life. They see you as some kind of a front to the natural order of things. Um, also, you know, in the New Testament where it says, you know, homosexuals shall not uh, inherit the kingdom of heaven, uh, which I know obviously at some point was changed, but, you know, a lot of people don't question it and they just use it as kind of a heavy stick to beat people over the head with um, in hopes that they can force you into a change. Um, and again, the verses I could list go on and on, but you know, it does happen and it has happened decently frequently. I haven't really encountered the bashing verses myself, um, only because, you know, I haven't really interacted with too many people that like, that are bigoted, who know my identity. Um, but I've interacted with them in the sense that I've like tried to explain them to other people um, and, and just say like these aren't you know you're not reading these right and these are not justifications for your hatred yes all the above and you know what I say to that Galatians 2:21. I do not frustrate the grace of God or if righteousness come by the law Christ died in vain. Yes, I had someone use certain passages against me once, and for the other times, those passages were used when the news broke out that a lot of states in the USA legalized gay marriage. 
On a Sunday sermon, the pastor mentioned Leviticus 18.22, Romans 1 verse 18, a certain Bible version that had the word quote-unquote homosexuality in Revelation 22, and a summary of Sodom and Gomorrah. They were used to claim that we were at the quote-unquote end times and that gay and trans people are sinners and possessed by the devil. From my personal experience online, I was in an argument with a conservative Christian when I revealed I was queer. He used those same passages against me that it triggered my religious trauma that I had to cut off contact from him. Um, like I said earlier, um, I have felt unwelcome in the church uh, for being LGBTQ. Um, we were, again, kind of forced out of positions of leadership and then kind of forced out further just out of the church uh, because both my wife and I identify as bisexual and we're part of the LGBTQ. Um, we identify outside the gender binary um, and all of those things made people very uncomfortable. We were told that we could stay and sit in a pew, but only if we stayed quiet. And other than that, we were, again, not in the exact words, but we were basically persona non grata in the church. Um, no one really wanted us there unless we were willing to be the token gay couple uh, that they needed to kind of push their idea of what things should be. Um, and again, it, it hurt. We lost really good friends. Um, or at least people I thought were very good friends until they kind of came out in support of the same thing. Um, but yeah, it, it was a very negative experience and it still haunts me to this day. Um, I have felt unwelcome in the church, uh, but only in the sense that like, you know, my family is conservative, uh, more fundamentalist Christian, and uh, I know I wouldn't be accepted in uh, in those spaces or by them and for now i'm just kind of dealing with that by ignoring it and pretending it's not the case and just going to a better church i'm not so much afraid of rejection i'm more afraid of getting put on a pedestal if i didn't identify as the way i do like purity culture would love me and i would be used to browbeat people and I do not want that, because I've seen it happen. I've had friends, people that I respect, leave the church because they weren't welcome anymore. All right, so I'm not out yet to my church members. And like I said before, during church hours, I overheard my church members speak negatively against queer people. Listening to their bigotry as a closeted queer Christian didn't make me feel welcome or even safe at all. So, every time I go to church, I always get an odd, uncomfortable vibe within my chest. And it worsens when I hear church members, especially on Sunday school, bring up the LGBTQ topic because I know for a fact they'll be degrading them. And they'll try to cover it up with love listen or hate listen as if that could help. Usually 
at those moments I make excuses to go to the bathroom to take deep breaths and try not to hyperventilate. Sometimes I would find hiding spots just to open Discord and read the message threads from the British community server. Making those moments my own mini church sermon on a Sunday. So, my experience so far with Unfinished Community has been overwhelmingly positive. Um, I really enjoy sitting in the Discord and seeing people's different points of view on different topics, just anything from current news to uh, the weird geeky crap that everybody puts up. Um, it's really fun to just be a part of it, and Pastor Don does an amazing job of making it a welcoming and open community for uh, people in the LGBTQ. Um, it's really nice to just have a safe place uh, that you can kind of combine that, you know, thirst for knowledge um, and wisdom when it comes to all things uh, God-related and also have the open space to be yourself in those places. Um, so I think it's just, it's really awesome. They're doing a really great job and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Uh, Unfinished Community is a very cool project, I think. Uh, it's a very positive space. Uh, I was invited via Reddit when I was kind of first coming out and experimenting, rethinking everything I believe, and trying to find a home uh, and answers to questions of identity and sexuality because these have been repressed my entire life. Um, but yeah, my experience with Unfinished Community so far is very, very positive. Um, I quite enjoy the community there, and I quite enjoy being very active uh, in the community. And I look forward to, to uh, what it can become in the future. So far, um, I've liked it. I, I like all the different perspectives that people bring and the opening, honest conversations we have that I don't think I could have in a lot of normal church spaces. I've said this before, but I would once again like to thank Reverend Don Antorfen, aka Pastor Guma online for inviting me into the server. I was a lost teenager scrolling through Reddit and I started deconstructing their religion. and. I wanted to find a community with like-minded individuals who could guide me in my deconstruction journey and Reverend Don replied to my post and asked if he could invite me and then months passed and I've enjoyed lots of moments being in the community. Everyone is so welcoming and friendly, there are members who are open to deep discussions and they're so knowledgeable about it, it fascinates me. I love how our conversations get goofy, which lighten up, lightens up my mood. Overall, the experiences I have within the community are positive, and I'm so blessed to be a part of this. So, thank you so much for bringing me in and letting me tell my experience as a queer Christian. So, thank you so much, and happy Pride! 
These are just some of the stories that have come up in and around our community. Obviously, not everybody wants to share their story. Not everyone feels safe sharing their story. So I want to thank those who did for making it something that the rest of us can see and for being willing to put themselves out there so that others can learn and grow through their stories. Uh, that being said, our community is meant to be a place where people can share in those ways. For those of you who don't know, our community began as a community online and lives and breathes as a Discord server where it began long before we had a physical location. So many of the members of our church are in other places around the world and are coming together in this online space to be together to explore our faith and to learn about what it means to truly be beloved of God in a place where a lot of people are saying you're not. So I want to invite you, if you're still watching this video, I want to invite you to join us. If you're here in Japan, which is where I am and some of our community are, we have a physical church that you are welcome to join. But even if you're not, we have this online space, this Discord server. I've put links to that in the description for this video. You are more than welcome to join us here, to explore your journey, to share your story, and to learn from the people you've seen in this video and the many more who are a part of our shared community. But no matter what else happens, I hope you go out from here knowing that you are loved, that you are cared for, and that you are a beloved child of God.